1: Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying selling trading and dealing with cars and now the host of learn to buy and sell cars randy adams
2: good morning san antonio this is randy adams learn to buy and sell com. hope you're having a great morning let's take it to the lord dear heavenly father i just bless this show bless me coming and going but bless each and every one of the listeners out there that absorb your word that's translated through me because of my life experiences what i've walked through and been through because you've guided me and blessed me in the last 24 years, being knowing you as Lord and Savior. Have each and every person out there accept you as Lord and Savior. Be blessed with all the information. And remember that Proverbs one five says, let the wise listen and add to their learning. God bless you. Thank you. And everybody says, amen. And I tell you what, it is an amen week. It's been all kinds of crazy things going on. I just had a lady I bought a vehicle from. She took it to the big box store. She wanted a second opinion. They'd heard my show. So they went there, and they got an offer and came back, and I I gave a lot more money. But the key to the deal was she bought this car, and it wasn't exactly what the person told her. And she thought she was buying it from a dealership, but she bought it off an individual. In the individual, she has no recourse to go back against the person. It's not a dealership. It's 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 a situation that a lot of people get into, because the people out there on the street that are buying and reselling cars, they'll tell you any and everything because they don't have to to represent it. I happened to ask the question to the lady, and this has happened a whole lot lately, and in the same situation, she's not the only one. Uh, I said, is it a foreigner? And she said, yes. Well, a lot of foreigners come over and they ride on everybody else's license, but they don't use the license. And then they pool the money together and they go out and uh, they know how to falsify a lot of stuff. And this, what happened to it? The car had a slight, light accident. All the VIN numbers are on the door and that was only paintwork on it. I don't think the car was seriously uh, hurt, but... She bought a car with an accident report on it. She shouldn't have paid the money. This little mistake cost her about $8,000. So I want you to understand. Look at a title. See whose names it's in. If you're buying and you know it's not a dealership, find out if it's a dealership. You've got recourse against a dealership. Individuals, they can walk. So be prepared when you're buying from an individual. So I've seen so much of this lately. Look at the title, asked them about it. I mean, this guy, you know, he represented a big dealership, and it was an individual. They could tell you anything. Let me tell you a quick story what happened, and and this happened. This was in a magazine, one of the car dealer magazines. An individual real sharp, real sharp with a computer, took the marquee and all the signs and everything of his Honda dealer took pictures made him a website put all I'm sorry this was a mercedes store I made a mistake a mercedes store and it was out of denver colorado so they took this picture of of this great big dealership put all the inventory on there and it had prices 5000 cheaper than what you could buy one for and then they got one to 5000 dollars Deposit on opportunity to buy these cars. So all these people thought they were buying hundred and fifty cars. There was three hundred online. So they all sent a thousand to five thousand. He tried to get a five thousand, but you know, if they didn't go for it, he kept dropping, drop, drop. These people were out shopping. And here a thirty-five thousand dollar car, they could buy it for thirty. A thirty thousand dollars cheap Mercedes, they could buy it for twenty-five thousand. Oh man, they were making super deals, but it were super super incentives and all this other stuff. So they all sent the money to this website. After he gathered up money on one hundred and fifty cars, which was estimated somewhere around three hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand dollars, they find out it's a fraud. So you got to watch out when you're dealing with somebody that you don't know. This is Randy Adams, Cars dot com. Give us a call two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. There's no dumb questions. The only dumb questions are the questions you don't ask. Be sure and give us a call two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Whatever you want to talk about doesn't matter to me. Uh, right now, it's. One of the things I'm I'm working on a lot of stuff for this show and other shows, um, but one of the things I'm working on is demons. How unified they are, and you know what? You can almost put that in the politics. You can almost put that in the car dealers. How unified they are. How they stick together. How they will drag you down, destroy you and your finances. Eighty percent will rip you off. Twenty percent will tell you the truth. So you need to know what the truth is. I, that's why I'm here. I want to be your mentor. But I'm working on demons, how they stay together, how they're in unity, how they But I mean, are they in politics? Are they in the car business? Have they have they consumed the United States with no respect, no love for fellow man? Friend or foe, that's in my book. I'm writing a book right now. Thank you, Chuck Parnell. He's doing a great, outstanding job. I need to get back on it. And we're, we're getting there. But anyway, friend or foe, we talk about that a lot. Would a friend take all the money available out of your budget, your bank account? Would a friend or foe switch you to a different vehicle because it makes him more money? Friend or foe, would they tell you how bad your trade is and nobody wants it so they can get it cheaper? Friend or foe, will they, like a politician, hey, promise the world and not do nothing? We got one in my city district, Courage. He got elected, and the first month he's in office, he's trying to give everything to everybody else, and not in our district where he collects the tax money, where he got friend or foe. Friend or foe will lie to you or not? Well, that's what I'm working on. I work on so many different things to make this show interesting, educational, and and get you stepping and walking in the right direction. That's what I want. But, you know, life is a journey, and I'm just going through the process, but sometimes I feel like I'm chasing the wind. Have you ever felt that way? But, you know, something in each of us is strongly resist admitting that we are wrong. That's why we admire people who are openly and graciously admit their mistakes and sins. These people have a strong self-image. They do not always have to be right to feel good about themselves, be willing to reconsider, to admit that you are wrong, and to change your plans when necessary. And remember, the first step toward forgiveness is confession. How much... Forgiveness you want in your life. You know, and how this pertains to the car business, number one, you gotta have your head straight when you walk into these car dealerships because I got news for you, Bubba. If you don't have your head straight when you come see us, I'm telling you it's gonna cost you a bunch, a bunch of money. We know how to push your button. We're psychologists. You don't believe so? Go to YouTube and look up all those classes that we take on how to push your button, how to read you, how to switch you, how to sell you, how to close you, how to separate you. Separate you. How does that work in the car business? Well, you know what? If a wolf is going to kill a sheep, he isolates it and gets off by itself. And wham, he kills it. Well, in the car business, we figure out who makes the decisions, mama or papa, because we try to separate them out of the deal. We don't need to talk to him if she makes the decisions. We don't need to talk to her if he makes the decisions. And then we get you off to the side and we push your button. Now, it's hard to push two people's buttons at the same time. You see what I mean, Vern? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. But... If we can get you off by yourself, we can pump you up, convince you that you're doing the right thing, convince you you can fit your budget, convince you, you know, and that way you're so convinced you never met you made a mistake. You never met your wrong. I got a buddy of mine. This dude has got to have Mac Daddy everything, and everything he owns is the best. And you don't own anything, and he's the best. He never admits he pays too much money, he never admits he's in trouble. he never admits he hates something, but he struggles with his mind all the time. so with that struggle, he walks into a dealership and they lay him away. Hey, man, you know it all you you know what this is not your first rodeo, you know what you're doing, man. Gosh, you're so good. We can't we can't make any money on you. And they go back and tell the sales manager, I got one of them know-it-alls. I got him where I want him. Man, I'm making a big lick on him. I'm going to have me a five-, six-pounder, and he makes an eight- or ten-pounder on him. It's because you get so convinced in your mind you know what you're doing. Hey, if you can't admit a mistake or you own something too high or you did something wrong, It'll keep you messed up in your mind so much that you can't make those right decisions. This is Randy Adams Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com. Thank you, thank you, Baron. And I, I just got Barry. I got everybody working for me, and it's it's such a pleasure to be on this radio station. Hey, we might be in other cities. We've got some other uh stations calling me and asking me and Striking, trying to strike me a deal and a good time and all, and I appreciate that. This is my ministry, but it's the Lord's ministry. It's He's in against all odds I shouldn't be on radio. Against everybody's uh, words, vision, everything, it was against everybody's odds. Not to do what I'm doing. It'll kill your business. It'll ruin you everybody will hate you, nobody will listen, nobody cares, none of that. But let me tell you something, when the Holy Spirit goes to rolling and doing His thing and the Lord's hand's in it, it's been great. I love it. You don't know how much joy I get giving back, serving, being a mentor to you. But I want you to know it so well that you can teach others. And when you make a mistake, realize it, admit it and confess it. Because you got to be free. I've told uh, one of the radio stations that's called me last week I said 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. And I can prove that. I've helped people off drugs and alcohol. The relief you get in, in bringing out the confession bringing out the forgiveness, bringing out the love for other people. I'm 100% convinced that the more forgiveness you have in your life, the more love you'll have for other people. I mean, I love people that I couldn't stand before, bratty kids and big-mouthed women and all kinds of stuff. But now I love them, and I care for them. I want to help them. I want to be there for them. Are you that away? way Okay, Randy Adams couldn't done it on his own. When I accepted Jesus Christ, he changed my life. He took me from a taker. Remember a taker? Taker never, oh, man, it's, I want it. I want it in my world, and you're living in my world, and no respect, no love, no care. You know, it's, it's me and me, 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 and nothing else. A taker's never satisfied, never enough. And then there's the giver. And I've walked both shoes. I can talk about both shoes. I was a taker and never enough and never happy. But when Jesus Christ came into my life, he changed my desires. He changed my attitude. He changed my love and the forgiveness for everybody. Hey, I make plenty of mistakes. I'm not perfect. Nowhere near it. But let me tell you something. My life has changed, and I love what I do, and I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back that other direction. But I want you to know exactly, just like when you go to one of these big box stores, you got to remember how much overhead there is at these stores. My overhead got a little high. I'm cut, 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 getting it, trimming it down. But we get in a situation where, in my case, I'm doing so much business, trying to help so many people, you get a little out of control. And that's when Satan separates you. And when he separates you and you're not... Asking for his help and everybody else, and you're not in unity with everybody. Unity, unity, unity. That's one good thing about the Democrats. Boy, they're in unity. Oh, yeah, don't say nothing about the Democrat Party. Don't do anything about the Democrat Party. And don't watch and see what they're doing. It's all right, whatever they're doing. Well, get in unity with your wife so you'll make that better decision. Or your husband. Or your family. That's the key is making that right decision, but pray about it. And that's why I start this this show with a prayer, because I had so many preachers that i've I've known that don't pray about buying a vehicle. They don't let you know, if we got in society thinking that we can do it all, that we don't need any help, nowhere, no how, we know what we want and need. It starts with the thought. It goes to a feeling, and it goes to an action. But a thought can be jealousy. My neighbor got a brand-new car. Man, man. Hey, my neighbor got a brand-new car. And, I mean, it's not cheap. But am I jealous? No. I understand there's payments that come with it. Woo, mercy, I don't want that. I understand there's high insurance that comes with it. Woo, I don't want that. And when it breaks, what well, man makes breaks, right? One day I asked Henry Ford, if he could build a perfect car, what would it be? He said, out of cardboard? And I guarantee it, one year. And after one year, one day it'd fall completely apart. Wow. Well, I, I don't get jealous. I don't have that thought. I don't have that feeling. I care less what I drive. I want it to start. I want it to go. I want it to be safe. And it's nice to have the air working, but I I grew up in 49 to 51 Fords when they were all black and no air and standard shift and no power steering, no power brakes. I was glad to have it then. Are we, have we got spoilt so bad we don't, we don't want? You know, we got to have all the Mac Daddy and all the trinkets. If you can afford it, and I can afford it, and I drive it, and I like those. that still. But, I mean, sometimes we got to think back where we came from and realize how this world is exploded in technology. It's exploded in comfort, exploded in so much that we see. But are we really enjoying what's coming back to us? Are we really making the right decisions? Are we really standing firm? Have we got a foundation under you? You know, I, I, I talk to so many people, and right now they're advertising on radio, if you hate your car payment, everybody hates a car payment. Who don't? If you owe too much, nobody knows what the car is worth. They don't, They think they owe too much, and then they're praying that it's worth something time they can make that last payment. The only people that don't owe too much is the people that got it paid for. So come on in here, and we're going to sell you a brand new one so in another year or two you can hate that one. Circle of debt, circle of hate. That's the problem with what's going on in the world today. Love or hate, there's no in-between no more. What about love, concern? And understanding, get the hate out of there. The hate will cause you to do something, buy something, in order to get rid of that hate. You know, I probably, I wonder how many people listen to these commercials They had no, they didn't hate their payment. They didn't hate what they owed. They didn't hate the car. But with this coming into their mind, that thought come in, that feeling come in. And then action took place, and they just had to go change it and get something else. You ever had that thought come in there, and then it starts with a little spark, and then it goes to burning and burning, and all of a sudden it gets a feeling, and then you go buy something? You know, they might be enticing a lot of people to go trade when they shouldn't be trading. I mean, it's just like have you you've heard that old saying that, you know, you look at somebody, And he walks in the office, you know, and they say, man, you feel all right? You don't look so good. And he says, no, I feel good. So he goes to the next person. The next person says, you all right? You don't look so good. After two or three people tell you that, you get to feeling bad. Well, maybe after you keep hearing all these commercials pounding pounding you, pounding you, pounding you, you look around and you say, you know, maybe I do hate my car. Maybe I do hate my payment." Maybe I owe too much money. So this dealership is so nice. They're going to help me out. They're going to put me in a better car, better payment, and I'm not going to hate what I owe. And uh, let me tell you, Bubba, come on in here, boy. I'm going to say you a real good one here, and you're going to owe a lot less. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of owing 5000 now you owe $45,000. was not that fun? I'm going to tell you, they're your friend or foe. friend or foe puts you in one, it's, you owe 45000 for 84 months. And you're praying in the last 84 months. And i got news for you in a year it's going to be out of date and different style and something else is coming out. And you're going to hear those commercials. Do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? Do you hate everything in the world? Why do we have to preach hate? I'd rather be... Hey, insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. Which one are you? Are you so secure it don't matter what you're driving? You could pull up there. Me and my son pulled up in a deal here a while back, a, a meeting. I pull up there, and I owe four Grand Marquis with hell damage. I only give $2,000 for it, and I put 35,000 miles on it. It's been a great car. It hadn't cost me no money. I have not lost no money. Still brings $2,000. We pull up there, and there's Mercedes and BMWs and all these high-dollar fancy cars. We pull up right in the middle of them, and my son says, Well, Dad, this one fits right in the middle of it. I said, Yeah, it starts, it runs, and the air works. What else do we need? That's all we need, transportation. That's why millenniums don't want to follow maybe their parents. They saw them in stress because what's the biggest problem in a marriage is financial problems. They saw them in a stress, too big a house, too many cars, too much payment, and get halfway through and buy another car. Now they, instead of being 10000 upside down, they're 20000 upside down. Millenniums don't want to follow their parents maybe. Yes, we're gonna need you gotta buy new cars because if you don't wanna buy a car with a bad carfax and I've talked to Mannheim about that, because if there's a lot of financial institutions around won't finance a car that's been in an accident. There we're gonna to get to the point where seventy to seventy five percent of the cars out there are gonna have an accident report on. Now we'll may talk about uh there's a news bulletin out In a lot of the buying services around, Uh, watch out! Don't buy a car from a rental place. And it's because if they've been in an accident, they don't claim it. If it didn't get reported by a policeman, if it's been in a flood, they don't report it. You got to watch out for buying from them. You just got to watch out the car. You got to talk to them. You got to make them be accountable. There's ways of making it work. So, you just got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. Got to be prayed up. You got to have your head straight. You got to forgive everybody. Get your head right. Because let me tell you something you're in for a battle. Yeah, come on in here, Bubba. I'm going to box your ears off. Come on in here. I'm going to tell you I love you and take all the money I can get out of your pocket, your budget, and I'm going to put you in debtor's prison for 84 months. Ain't I your friend? Don't you just love me? Well, that's the way it goes, Bubba. Unless. You follow my system. Go to learn We're going to have a lot more information on it. I need to get back to work on that, and I will. Our times, if there's anything new coming up, stay on learn um, I buy cars off of that. Bought several of them this week. Working on some more. Going to go look at a truck right after this show with a customer. Uh, so there's so much out there. But go to my learn to buy and sell and be sure to give us a call here, 210-340-9585. Love to talk to you about the good, the bad, and the ugly. It doesn't matter. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, and if you want a three-wheel Honda motorcycle a family's got some they're trying to trade them we're trying to find some buyers for it one's a 2000 with only 1600 miles and the other one is an 06 with 3500 miles This older couple bought them they rode them not far but they're like new if you just want a three-wheel honda Goldwing, give me a call i, I buy the good the badly i'll tell you about what else i'm buying right after this break Thank you for tuning in to LearnToBuyAndSaleCars.com. This is Randy Adams. Hey, Baron, get on to the speed limit, Bubba. Don't go too fast. He's heading, he's out on
1: vacation. God bless
2: you. I love you, San Antonio.
1: Toyota of San Antonio, I 35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at Northparktoyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR.
2: Hello, this is Randy Adams again. Thank you, and that's Toyota store I do a lot of business with. Thank you, Merle, for sponsoring the show. He does care about you, and uh, when I have somebody who wants a brand new Toyota, I send them that away because they they'll take care of you. Hey, and if you want a new adventure, maybe a little education. Maybe you want to see if you want to be in the car business. Go out to see Merle at North Park Toyota. Um, Tell him that I sent you. If you want to sell, if you want to maybe be a mechanic. I've got uh, two nephews that are mechanics, and they are prospering, doing so well. So if you're a young person, don't want to go to college, or you want to wait and see what you want to do with your life, go out there and check with Merle at North Park Toyota. He's looking for good, young Christian people or older people who want a life change or a, a career change. Uh, but there's a lot of people that have been out there and really love. It's a great organization to work for. So it might be what your fit is, might be what you're interested Just keep that in mind. Also, go to learn I'm going to rush through this because you can give me a call. I'm going to give my mobile out now, and I'm going to try to give it out a little later. But my mobile number is 830-708-4789. Give me a call. Now, my office number, if you want to leave word at my office, and if you talk to my office, they'll give you my mobile number, 830-625-7159. If you don't have a pen and paper, I'm going to try to give that again just before the end of the show. So get a pen and paper, and that way you've got my mobile. You can call me with any kind of questions. Right now, 95% of my time in my business is spent helping people and giving back and that's what I want to do. But go to learn to buy and sell dot com. Describe your car. I'll make you an offer on your car. It'll come back saying that this is not a guaranteed buy because I have to look at it. But I mean, if it's the way you describe, I want to buy your car. I don't entice you to come in like Auto Trader Buying Center, cut you to your knees, put the vent in, cut it again, do all these crazy things, beat you up as hard as I can. I want your car. I'm about a hundred cars short right now. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Motorcycles, buy a lot of campers and RVs right now. If you're looking for a new uh a nice new bus, I've got a gentleman whose health's uh bad, been talking to him. I'm either I'm gonna sell it for him or buy it from him or something, but a new bus if you're interested in a you know somewhere around forty five thousand dollar bus that's well worth the money I think he gave $50,000 for it, and he's willing to lose 5000 He hadn't hardly used it because of his health. But I just sold two campers this week. I buy fifth wheels. I'm buying another camper from a lady. It's because of MakingMemoriesRV.com. Look that up. It's uh, another radio show I have. I've gone together with John Eastie with Evergreen RV. They do some of my consignments. And uh, I oversee them, and I buy units that people have got to sell. They call up. They've had it on consignment. We've got to sell. It. Now, you've got to watch out for some of these consignment lots. They'll tell you anything to get you. We're going to tell you the truth. They're going to get to over here. They get in control. Then they try to charge you on some things. They won't do some things. And then they wait you out, and they're waiting for you to drop it a whole lot. And then they buy it, or they've got a buyer lined up. Um, a consignment lot. I know several of them. Cars are even worse. I mean, these guys will beat you up all they can on consignment lots. You got to watch out. You got to have contract. Just to give me example of uh, friends of mine. Uh, they, I had an, I offered them twelve thousand for their car. Just to give me an example, and I did offer twelve thousand for this car. Well, they take it to this lot that I happen to know. I know everybody in the business here. And they tell him, say, oh, no, don't sell it to Randy Adams. We'll get you 14000 But first thing you got to do is fix this little dent. It costs $275. And we need to detail it up, and that's another $200. we have got to do this and do that. And they were going to bill up a bunch of charges on it. And then we're not going to charge you much to sell it. And four months later, they hadn't sold it. Well, this lady had bought something. Now, she's making payments on both cars. Her dad calls me up and said, you still want to give the twelve thousand? I said that was four months ago, the market's changed. I said, I'm a buyer at eleven grand. So they go over to get the car and the guy wants to charge them to take it off the lot, plus the two hundred and seventy five dollars scratch they didn't fix, plus it didn't look like they hardly cleaned it up. So you gotta watch out from these consignment lots. They'll tell you anything to get possession of your car, try to beat you up, make money on it and then there's one consignment lot takes antique cars to an antique sale and he beats the customer up and one, one of them I know it sold for 22000 and he give the little lady 15000 her husband passed away boy I'm going to tell you what's the Lord going to say about that lie to a customer and beat him up and but they, they, that dealership tells me, he said, well, business is business, is church is church. Well, I hope they die on Sunday when they're at church, because if they die during the week and the way they're doing business, may not be good. So anyway, go to my website. I buy motorhomes. I buy campers. I, buy, uh, I try to buy a motorcycle. My motorcycle business is soft, soft, soft. I've got a guy that's looking for boats just in case you've got a boat for sale. So I buy anything legal. That's what I'm looking for. But describe your car. I'll make you an offer on the car. Now you know where you stand. You can sell it to me, sell it to somebody else, trade it in. Add money if you're selling somebody else. Add money if you're trading it in because I'm going to make some money on it. I'm going to tell you the truth. But I work cheaper than most people, and my overhead's cheaper than most people, and I sell more cars than most people. And I got 20 reasons why I'm a better buyer 90% of the time than anybody else in the market. Because I, I've i been in it all my life, 54 years. I've got connections all over the country, all over the world. Like I say, I, I sell all over the United States. Sell to, I was selling a bunch of Russia and China and all those others. They've slowed down. You know what's going on over there, so you understand that. So now you know what your vehicle's worth. Go to the other side of learn dot com. I'm going to run through this because it's on the website. And you can call me and... and uh, I can help you out, but go to learn dot com, Go to ftc.gov. Get your credit score. Know what it is. Look at your credit. Clean it up. See if there's any issues, anything that shouldn't be on there, anything you need to get paid off, anything you need to straighten out. Get your score as high as you can so the interest rate will be as low as you can. Go check banks, credit unions, work them all. If they're giving you the same rate as your other bank or credit union, get you a new relationship with a new bank so that one can stay open. But hustle and check them. online, there's a lot of money available online. Uh, Capital One, uh, all kinds of places that you can borrow money just in case the credit union. A little effort will save you a little money. A lot of effort will save you a whole lot of money. So after you've got your banking lined up, you know how much the total note's going to be, how much interest's going to be, how long you're going to pay. That way you've got everything in line. Make sure it fits your budget. Not like what YouTube train, train car salesmen. Don't mention budget. No. You need a budget. Everybody needs a budget. So after you've got that all lined up, Make sure everything's in order. And then the, what do you do after that? Then you start talking to a mechanic. Figure out what you're going to buy, but talk to a mechanic. Hey, go to the shop. Talk to service manager. Talk to parts houses. See if there's a lot of parts sold on certain. You know, if you're buying a 2012 Camry, what do y'all sell a lot of parts for? Do you have somebody that works on Camrys? Do I need to take it to a franchise dealer? Do I need to take it to what shop would you recommend? Talk to your friends. What shop do you use? What kind of hourly rate they got? Do they charge you over on the parts? Some places charge you 25% over what they pay for the parts. Understand that. Talk to everybody, talk to a body shop, have a mechanic lined up, have a couple of mechanics lined up. Check the car out. If the dealer don't want you to check the car out, it's not a good dealer. Individuals, you got to watch out, you know, especially if, the, if their title's not in their name. Look at the title, make sure it's in their name. Not in somebody else's name because they're probably trying to put you together or scam you. So now that you've figured out what you're going to buy, you've talked to your mechanic, got your banking lined up, know what your trade's worth, what you're going to do with your trade. And if you're ready to go, you're positive, don't go in hungry, don't go in tired, and don't go in in short of time. Because you're going into a fight. I've, I've got professionals. That, I, I have also a service called hasslefreeautobuying.com. And it's $195. You have to call my office to get it. I don't have it online at the moment. We took it off and we're redoing it and we'll probably put it back up. But uh, call my office and we'll be glad to get you exactly 85%. And this is new car dealer's figure, not Randy's figure. 85% of the people buy something they don't intend to buy. So they try to switch you to make more money, ill-equipped, odd color, something they need to get rid of. So professionals don't want to spend that six, eight, ten hours in there. They know that that $195 hour charge, they can save a lot of money. I just got some friends of mine a new pickup they couldn't believe. They shopped the paint off of a brand-new Chevrolet pickup, trying to buy a pickup. The dealers wouldn't give what I gave for it. I got them a new pickup, 2000 cheaper than what the best price they got. Got it delivered to their door. I bought their trade. They saved about three grand on the deal. Loved it loved it. So that's what availability just in case you're interested. I've got a friend of mine said he's got two doctors that he does work for and he said I guarantee you they want to start use your service. So now you've got it all together you shop, shop, shop for your best price. You got your l- trade lined up, you know what to do with it. And uh make sure you buy the car that you really fits your needs, your family. Be in unity with your wife, be in unity with your family, but hey, be in unity with yourself. Don't be insecure chasing after that image that you've got to have this brand-new car, dynamite, Mac daddy. No, man. Buy what you can afford. Live in your means. Understand what you're doing. Hey, and if you can afford a $150,000 car, do it. i got a buddy of mine that's considering. I've got a gentleman at Cornerstone Church that has two Porsches, one single turbo, one Two turbos. They're less than a thousand miles. He bought them and never drove them. They're 08s. They're they're brand new cars. He put brand new tires on them because they got too old. And I got a friend of mine who's thinking about buying it. I said, a new turbo Porsche, 150,000, 60,000, and this guy will take, I think, 85 or 90 for that car. Make a better decision. So if you're buying a new car, and it's 150 thousand. You put 30, 40 thousand miles on it. Now you're down below 80 thousand. You put 30 thousand miles on this car. Now you're down to 60, 70. It's a better investment. Look at investment. I know a vehicle's not investment. My CPA guys tell me don't call them investments. I'm sorry, they're not investments. They're bad investments. Hey, they eat money. They break. One man makes brakes. There's only two kinds of cars: afford and can't afford. So, I want you to buy one you can afford. So, after you've made all those right decisions, I hope you make the right ones each and every time. I hope that I'm making a difference in your life. It brings joy to me that I get calls and emails. I'll tell you what I need to do on my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, and I need to get a testimony place where you can go in and say, hey, if I'm doing a great job, you're doing a great job. I appreciate you. And if I'm not doing a good job, I'm the only person to, I've had a couple of uh, dealers tell me I'm not doing a good job, but it's because I might be pushing their button, huh? You think that I've offended them? Oh, man, you know. But most dealers, it just goes right over their head. It don't matter. You know, but just getting back to the hatred deal, you know, I love Proverbs ten twelve. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers and overwhelms on all transgressions, forgiving and overlooking others' faults. Man, ain't that the truth? But have we got to the point where I got my rights and you've offended me? Oh, man. Hey, the phone number here, 210-340-9585. That's 210 210- 9585 But is are you carrying around that that hatred? And what I'm trying to do on this show is explain to you with the hatred, the jealousy, the pride, the greed, the keeping up with the Joneses. Well, keep your old head not straight. I want you straight. You're going into a, like I said a while ago, a boxing ring. The salesmen are trained three hundred sixty five days out of the year. They got videos, they got emails. they got classes, they got meetings, they got everything. And you jump up on one Saturday morning and say, honey, let's go buy us a new car. Yeah, we're going to show them how it's done. Yep, I ain't whip that deal. They got a 50 million. That's like Vegas. I hadn't been to Vegas in about 30 years. But anyway, that's about like Vegas. All these guys going out there to win some money. They build these billion-dollar buildings, cost a million and a half a day to open up the door, day, and you're going to go out there and take their money. You think you're going to go out there and whip these car dealers that are trained professionals, they has got a huge investment, They got a million and a half a month to overcome and dead overhead, and you're going to outsmart them. Yeah, okay. But you can do a better job. If you see the whole playing field. That's why they're studying in car dealer magazines, they're studying coaches. How prepared, how technique, how detailed they are. These dealers have got to go that next level because they understand that overhead's gonna to continue to climb. Name a living expenses gone down the last ten years. Nothing. Has wages kept up with them? No. And so prices of cars, that's why they're, they're pumping so hard on leases. And we've talked a little bit about leases. Dave Ramsey says do not do a lease. Randy Adams said there's certain leases, if you can write it off, if you understand the game, if you know how to play pencil, get pencil whipped and not too bad, there's a possibility of a lease. And if you're going to buy the car later and you know, and try to beat the Uncle Sam out of it, there's, there's ways of doing it. But a, a lease is not good. They make plenty of money on leases. They get the car back. Hey, they're not going to take any gamble. Would you put out a car and say, oh, here it is. It's cheap for you to drive and just bring it back in any condition. I'll I take it and I'll love it. You know, yeah. Let me say you land a park. I just don't have a deed. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're going to protect themselves on miles. They're going to protect themselves on damage. They're going to protect themselves on the market. They know what time it comes back in, in the year. Just had a lady walk in the studio at the station here, and she asked me about buying a, a vehicle, a used vehicle. And I told her personally, I think September 15th to October 15th is the best time of the year to buy. Why? Because the market changes, drops, dealers are behind, they live off the computer, and they the the market's gonna change. We're gonna have abundance of cars hit the market and it's gonna be a tight situation. We're gonna have a lot of rentals hit the market starting in about ten days, two weeks. We're gonna have a lot of repos hit the market, off-lease cars off the market. And now the manufacturers. Oh, man, let's dump all these cars on our new car franchise dealers. Because, that. man, we got, to, we got to overbuild. We've got to outdo each other. We've got to say we're number one. And so we've got to dump all these vehicles back on the market. So we're going to have a whole lot of vehicles on the market from September 15th to October 15th. So it's kind of a tightrope when the best best deal is, but that's what it's probably gonna be for buying when we dump all this stuff on the market. The problem is new market old market. If you got a stock that in January was a hundred dollars and in July it's seventy, are you gonna pay a hundred or are you gonna pay seventy? And now I know the stock market went up but don't pay attention to that. But if you the the market is that away. New hey, stock market can go up. Used cars? They're not going to go up. They're going to go down. It has forever. It ain't going to change. So if it was $100 in January, you're going to pay 100 now when you could buy it for 70 The problem's going to be all these cars are going to come and hit the market, and it's, we're going to have a tremendous amount. And usually the market drops 1500 to 2500 It's going to fall that much. So if you run out and you buy something on the high market, and then all of a sudden three months later, it takes a $2,500 drop, and then it's going to drop every month normally, and then and it's going to continue. And so if you buy at the high market, you pay the high price, and then you're going to try to outrun it as the payments go. Well, if you can afford it, take my advice, Bub, and do whatever your little heart desires. So what can you afford I can't afford and afford. There's only two kinds of cars. But anyway, what can you afford, and what are you putting, and what can you have on your budget? Now, like I told you, if you want to be entertained, go to YouTube, look up Jim Ziegler, Z-I-E-G-E-R. He gives classes to new car franchise dealers, to the salespeople, how to sell you and push your button. You know... How big is the fear in your life? I got a lot of people tell me every day that the biggest fear in their life is walking in a dealership or walking in an F and I department. You know, dealers love to put fear in you. Uh you've got to help each other. You've got to discuss it. You've got to weigh it up. Uh what your family needs. And you're about to spend a lot of much a lot of money on your ride. How much life is left in your ride? Had some people call me the other day. Got 150,000 miles. Got past the mileage point, and I'll, I've talked a little bit in my book. I'll talk a little bit on radio shows about mileage, uh, when you should dump the car, uh, you know, when you should look at it, when you should start trading it, or do something about it. And so, there's certain times. Uh, 70,000 miles trade by 78 is your best value. Uh, 88's okay, but 90 hertz, 100 hertz, then you can go to 100 and start at 110, trade by 120. And so, right now, anything past 140 is real, real tough to get rid of. So, you got to keep that all in mind. Uh, auctions, there's a lot of them out there, and uh, every man, all the dealers are talking about my my show anyway. They listen to it, thank you, dealers, but anyway. Have you seen the ads lately? I got my titles back. Hey, Bubba, you're one out of 100. Every auction in this town is running 100 to 150 repo title loans. Worst investment in the world. Talking to a big-time banker, and we were talking about title loans. And uh, he said, yeah, I know that there's about 50% interest. I said, are you kidding me? He said, yeah. It's about 50. I said, What well, I have told you is 100? He said, No possible way. I said, What well, if I told you it's 200? He said, ain't no way. I said, It's 330% interest. Warren Buffett couldn't afford that. You borrow $5,000, dollars you owe 930 days. So you're giving 20% back already? And then after six months, you've paid back more in than you've borrowed. And after that six months, after the Lending company is already ahead of the game, and they still got your title. And you owe 20 more months, you pay back 25000 for a $5,000 loan. How smart is that? Man, a three-year-old will tell you that's not a good deal. Hey, go to my website, learn to buy and sell Describe your car. I'll tell you what I'll give. Sell it to me. Sell it to somebody else. Ten your business and get you cheap transportation. The odds are you're going to pay back at least six. I sold a Jeep. Give you an example. It was a title loan repo. We find the paperwork. It was nine thousand loan on this Jeep, and this guy was paying almost eleven hundred a month, and he made ten payments, so he paid back eleven thousand for a nine thousand dollar loan, and then they took it to the auction, so they repoed it. So now they already got eleven thousand, and I paid thirteen thousand eight hundred for it. So now they collected twenty four eight on a nine thousand dollar loan. Is that making a bunch of money or is that making a bunch of money? And I sold the Jeep and made money. So don't go to a title loan. Twenty seven states in Texas is illegal. But not in Texas, good old boys. We're going. Hey, you voted us in, and we're going to let these guys rob you. Aren't we great? Don't you love our elected officials? Yeah, I'm. You know what? I think they, they all, well, changed. No, I better not say that, Baron. I'll listen to you once, Baron. So I better not say that. I'll I'll get off of that subject. I've already got too many Democrats mad at me. You know. But let me tell you something. I was a Democrat. I was born and raised a Democrat. But the Democrat Party left me. I'm an independent because I don't think the Republican Party is a Republican Party anymore. I think they've swung over and they're all in unity. You see, demons? Is that what I was talking about in unity a while ago? They never fight against each other? Oh, yeah, forget that. This is Randy Adams, Be sure. Hey, my phone number, my mobile number is 830 708 eight nine. That's eight three oh seven oh eight four seven eight nine. Office number eight three oh six two five seven one five nine. Go to learn to buy and dot com. Follow the easy process. Describe your car. I want to buy the good, the bad, the ugly. Bought uh, a Ford uh, yesterday with a bad motor, bought uh, a uh, Lexus with a bad motor, bought a Lincoln with a bad transmission yesterday. So i buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And like I said, go to makingmemoriesrv.com. See when my radio show's on. It's on Saturday night, 8 to 9, so look it up. We buy motorhomes. We tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the motorhome business. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, fun and excitement can cause you to buy something your budget can't pay for. And be sure to go to learn Hey, 99% of addictions are unforgiveness, mother, father, spouse forgive everybody live longer love everybody be the best you can be god bless you i hope i'm making a difference in you be that difference to somebody else step up put a hand out and tell them you love them you care for them be the best you can be every day god bless you i love you san antonio